0: This is the Voice of the Report of the Week, signing on. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone listening. This is VORW International, the Voice of the Report of the Week, going out to you this Thursday, the 19th of December 2019, the year being. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining in for today's newest show. Uh, This broadcast is going to feature largely a discussion On immortality, last week I asked a question to the listening audience. If offered immortality, and it applies only to you, would you take it or would you not? Would you accept it or would you reject it? We had a lot of great responses. We had a lot of very interesting, insightful, and thought-provoking responses. In today's broadcast, I'm going to try to read as many of them as I can, and uh, have hopefully some good discussion uh, on 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 both sides. We're going to have some responses that are for immortality, and we're going to have some responses that are against immortality. And I just think it'll be a fun show, and it, this, was, this would not be possible if it weren't for you. So to everyone who emailed in last week, thank you so much for taking the time to do so. On a brief opening note, real quick, a lot of people just wanted to know... Uh, my thoughts on the impeachment, I have no comments there. It's just, you know, the environment is way too polarizing to to give any viewpoint, one way or another, but I recommend that you follow it, that you look at it closely and just understand what's going on and then make up your own mind as to, as to what you support or what you don't support. All I'll say is that I don't have a good feeling about 2020, in regards to relations in this country. By that I mean I think things are going to get more and more and more polarized. Emotions are going to get tenser and tenser. You know, is 2020 going to be the year where things boil over, reach that tipping point? I don't know. I don't know. It's already pretty bad now, but is it going to get any worse before it gets better? We'll just have to see. certainly hope things calm down but I just don't have a good feeling looking forward uh, to the future. Otherwise, uh, next week's show is going to be a a show where it's just going to be the random topics like we've been doing. Open lines, so if you have any miscellaneous feedback, anything you want to talk about, anything you want to send me an email about, any questions, any comments, anything you saw in the news recently that you find interesting, anything whatsoever, send in an email to v-o-r-w-i-n-f-o at gmail.com, And a short, but I I figure, especially with everything going on, it's time for a nice little innocent question. Uh, This is not mandatory, but if you want, I'm just curious uh, at this point in time. uh, what, What type of music do you listen to? That's the unofficial question for next week's show. Why not? What type of music do you listen to? Always interested in seeing what the musical tastes of the audience are, especially since we do a whole music show as well. Yeah, what type of music do you listen to? So if there's anything you want to talk about or if you want to answer that question, responses are welcome, V-O-R-W-I-N-F-O at gmail.com. Consider supporting this broadcast. Help keep it going. Help keep it on the air. Things are really slow this month, but, you know, it's a busy month. I understand. Consider a donation, though, via PayPal to V-O-R-W-I-N-F-O at gmail.com to keep this show going or via Patreon at patreon.com slash the report of the week. It's support from listeners just like you that helps keep this broadcast going. And now before we get into our discussions, I'll just take a listen to a message from the sponsors that keep this show on the air. We all have nightmares. They happen. I'm sure we don't particularly like them. But let me tell you about a really interesting thing that the Henson Brothers did. They took something that I think we oftentimes look upon very negatively, something that can cause us anxiety, that keeps us up at night, and they made something really cool and really interesting out of it. That's why I'd like to present to you the Nightmare Parlor. This is a new series that is going out on the Henson Brothers YouTube channel. Now, in the Nightmare Parlor project, they collect the weirdest creepiest and most haunting dreams had by their YouTube subscribers. In every episode, they exhibit a few of the most mesmerizing dreams that have been shared with them. Using various audiovisual techniques, they try to capture the ambiance of the dream and bring the most truthful depiction to your YouTube screen. They take something that happens to so many of us, they bring it to life, and they make something really neat out of it too. You can find them by searching the Henson Brothers on YouTube, that's H-E-N-S-E-N Brothers, or by searching the Nightmare Parlor. Viewers can make their submissions of their dreams that they would like to have recreated on this channel by going into the video description of their newest upload, and there they'll find a very easy form they can use to make their submission, and really become a part of the show in the most literal sense. I think it'll be interesting for all lovers of horror. Check them out, the Henson Brothers on YouTube with the Nightmare Parlor. Do you like to doodle when you are bored or during stressful times? And Do you find yourself scribbling spirals and swirls while you are talking on the phone? Have you ever looked up into the clouds and found a face, a flower, or a monkey riding a hippo? Next Level Doodling may be the book for you. The images on the pages of Next Level Doodling feed your mind and inspire your brain to wander and discover new artistic avenues. It's not really drawing, but pure doodling, more of an emotional release onto the paper. Most of the images in Next Level Doodling come from nature and suggest very organic forms that you can use to build your doodles and drawings. All of the options are yours. Pencil, pen, markers, paints, or whatever your favorite arting tools may be. Draw between the lines. Color inside or outside the lines. The doodle is yours to control. Next Level Doodling can be carried in a purse, briefcase, or backpack, and be ready whenever you feel the artistic urge or need a little break from life. Pick up your copy of Next Level Doodling, at amazon.com, or barnesandnoble.com. Next Level Doodling makes a great stocking stuffer or office party gift. Get one for yourself and one for a friend. Share the creative experience of Next Level Doodling. You won't regret it. And if you want to advertise, as always, just send in an inquiry to v-o-r-w-i-n-f-o at gmail.com. I will advertise and promote anything at an affordable rate. On to immortality. I said last week that I was going to share my viewpoint on it in this show, and that my viewpoint on it has not changed, uh, you know, since I last did this question, which was back in 2016. If you were offered immortality, all you had to do was drink this elixir or whatever, you never die. What do you do? What do you accept? Do you do? Do you take it? Do you not? My answer: Absolutely not. No way. No way at at, at all. Not a chance. I don't want to live forever. I don't want to be around uh, for all eternity. Because, even if let's say you throw in all the little bonuses and specials, okay. You remain the same age that you do, let's say. Uh, You can't feel pain. You'll be in good health. Just throw in all the bonuses. I will still, without question, say no. Flat out, absolutely not. Because, I mean, maybe if you're very, very short-sighted, and this is just my viewpoint, people will disagree, that's fine. Maybe in the short term it might seem good, but it, it in my opinion, it's hell. It, it's absolute hell. Right, not only are you going to see everyone that you love, that you care about, anyone that gives your life any meaning, they're going to die, and you're still going to be there. The world is going to change all around you, and You can adapt if you want, but it might change into a place that you do not want to live in. But guess what? You're stuck there. It might end up being a dystopian, war-torn nightmare, and you have no choice. This is is the reality now. You know, as the years tick by, things are going to change more and more. You might not be comfortable with it. Maybe you will be. Who's to say? But, You'll be all alone, really, in regards to what you used to know. And then let's let's think ahead. As time continues to progress, eventually there will be a day where humanity will no longer exist. Maybe that'll be many, many tens of thousands of years from now, maybe hundreds of thousands. It might just be five years from now. You don't know what the future holds. But at one point or another, you're going to be the last person left. You'll be isolated. You'll be all alone. Eventually, time will continue to pass. And eventually, everything will break down. The universe will undergo its heat death. And you'll still be there floating through the the blackness of space for all eternity. For, I mean, all you're going to see is black. There's going to be nothing. And it's a long ways away, but it's an inevitability. And there's nothing you'll ever be able to do about it. And I mean, let's even backtrack a bit. Even, let's just say before any of that, and and let's say humanity still exists, eventually people are going to catch on that something's not right, that you're still so youthful, whatever. The amount of things that are going to be done to you, experiments, tests, you might be held captive like some sort of caged animal for centuries... Uh, you'll probably be tortured, experimented on—you name it—over and over and over again. People trying to figure out what's what's going on with you. There's no way. There's there's just there's no way at all. I could I could ever accept that. With all due respect, I couldn't. I talked about this in a few programs back. When I die, I die. Uh, whenever that ends up being. You know, my time is going to be whenever it is, whenever whenever it's deemed that, you know, my, my time here is done. Might be tomorrow, might be a couple decades from now, I don't know. But when I go, I go, and I understand that, and I accept that. And that's the end of the story for me. So those are my thoughts on it. Yes, a very strong opponent of immortality. I just... I mean, for me personally, I think everyone's viewpoint, everyone's priorities, uh, their attitude is different, but for me, that's just how I feel about it. Now, let's go ahead and hear your thoughts and feedback. Uh, There were so many responses that came in. Of course, I don't have the chance to read uh, every one of them, but I'm going to get to as many as I possibly can. Uh, What I'm going to do first is I'm going to get to as many of the written responses as possible. And then I will go to some of the recorded ones later on, because I know some people don't like them. Um, But I'll I'll get to them, but we'll just get to them a little later in the show. Again, address for any feedback, v-o-r-w-i-n-f-o at gmail.com. First response comes from Rhiannon. It says, F that noise. Someday the sun will be a red giant and our world would be too hot to survive on. And if it doesn't get burned to dust, it will be a frozen ball in a dark area of space. I'll be sitting here all alone. What will I do? I, I can't imagine such a lonely existence. I don't much like people, but the food, trees, animals, and music will be all gone. Just me. And that's a horrifying thought. And even if the Earth exploded and I was shot off into outer space, what would I do? Float around for all eternity? That might be beautiful and amazing at first, but I don't want to float in space alone forever. You know, maybe a race of aliens would find me. That might be nice and take me to their home planet, maybe treat me like an exotic being, but what if they're all evil? And what if they're also immortal and they do weird experiments on me for all eternity? The possibilities of suffering sound hellish, I say no thanks. Sure, I would love to see what the future holds, but I would rather live my mortal life and die. Thank you, Rhiannon. Very similar thoughts to my own. Uh, Vincino says, I don't agree with the idea that if we lived an infinite amount of time, we'd get bored and want to die. There's too many things to do in life to get bored, so I'd be immortal. I don't believe that the world will end from global warming, uh, so when it does from nuclear war or the sun exploding, I'm counting on civilization to be reconstructed in the former case, and the ability to travel to a different planet in the latter. Although if the sun exploded and we couldn't travel to another planet for one reason or another, then it would really suck being so long uh, in space, but I'm willing to risk it. So a a differing viewpoint from Vincino, uh, but interesting that I do know some people would be willing to take the bet that you know, kind of an optimistic view of society, of humanity, that maybe they'll be advanced enough that before any of this happens, uh, we'd be able to colonize other, other planets and be far more advanced. Not a guarantee, of course, but again, a bet some people are willing to take. Mary checks in. I would only like mortality, uh, immortality, if we were also guaranteed no illness or crippling disease. Uh, you never age, and otherwise I wouldn't like to live forever just wasting away. And i also like to choose the age I could be forever. That's from Mary. Uh, yeah, some people did say uh, you should have been more specific with the question, but I disagree, uh, just because if if you start being more and more specific and you start adding more and more guidelines, then I think it starts narrowing down the possibility of responses. So I just wanted people to make of it what they will, and go from there. Uh, but for me, again, even if I were given all of these little bonuses, forget it, I still would, I would still say no, with all due respect. Uh, Jono writes, the hardest part of the question of immortality is dealing with my own curiosity about what will happen to all life in general. In short answer, I would choose to die naturally, but I'd like to argue the opposite. Personally, I think I would be able to withstand the heartbreak of losing loved ones because everything comes to an end. Coming to terms that you will never end is the most terrifying concept to me, but I'm curious if, over thousands of years, you might be able to handle the weight of that concept. It might be too optimistic, but I think it's possible to accept it, and seeing how things come together or fall apart could be an unimaginable bliss experiencing everything you can and even exploring your own mind would be such an interesting time and I don't think you could ever truly be bored like I've heard uh, some people worry about in this question. The most optimistic thing to me would be at the end of it all, you just become the end yourself and your consciousness rejoins the everything that is nothingness. Now, as from Jono, some interesting thoughts right there. Thank you for sharing them. Haley in Canada says, I am someone who fears death, but there are cons to this situation for me. I could imagine having to say so many goodbyes uh, to those that I became close with, and it could very well be a life of loneliness and even boredom eventually. Also, not being able to die would mean you can live through extreme amounts of pain to no end. On the contrary, the pros would be that you could accomplish everything you want to do with no end, Uh, which is a dream for many, but even so, then what? The boredom will become a factor eventually, and if I could see it being wonderful for the first hundreds of years, eternity is a long time, and I'd settle for 600 years, but forever is a no for me. Thank you, Haley. An interesting compromise I've also seen some people draw up is that, you know, maybe I don't want to be immortal, but maybe if I were given the option to, yeah, be alive for a couple hundred years, maybe I'll take that. Or, if I were given immortality with the option that I could kill myself and die at my own hand, but that's the only way I could, right, I think a lot more people would be willing to take that because then, eventually, when it just becomes too much of a living hell, you can take that out. Um, but otherwise, you know, it's, in this case, I wanted to do it where you're locked in. That if you take, it, you're here, there's no leaving. If you change your mind, so, so be it there's nothing you can do keeping the responses coming in jason in grand forks north dakota says as a believer in god i do feel that i will live forever just not in a physical sense i know you weren't talking about that so i'll answer the actual question i would not want to live forever i think it is inevitable that i would develop health problems and eventually suffer i also just don't want to see what this world is like in a hundred years (laughs) That's understandable, Jason. Thank you for checking in. Jay in North Carolina says, No, I absolutely would not take an eternity pill. Without getting too theological, people underestimate how long forever is. 900 quintillion years after the universe ceases to exist, uh, you haven't even begun to experience eternity. And it's a horrifying thought. Um, But a more practical and terrestrial point of view my greatest fear, and I know this is irrational and illogical, is not dying. Uh, I can't bear the thought of living to 100. Uh, this notion is explored in everything from Greek mythology to early cinema to the X-Files and Twilight Zone. The thesis is that being alive is a curse, and death is freedom, and in my humble fractured opinion, we have a duty to die. I once said, and I still believe this, respect your elders, become one. Thank you, Jay. And I think it's a really interesting attitude that you have toward things as well. uh, In that, you know, you hear so many people that talk about the fear of death, right? I think that's very prevalent in a lot of people. Uh, You don't really hear too much about the fear of being alive forever. So an interesting viewpoint. Paul writes in and says, I will take the immortality pill. With the removal of death, now I can set about any gall I wish at whatever pace I wish. We can live with no consequences and no death, and time is limitless. So thank you, Paul, for writing in. <laughs> Bryce in South Dakota says, I heard your question. Uh, on paper, I think it sounds nice being immortal, but I wouldn't do it. Uh, seeing so many people close to you die would be awful, and I can't think. But eventually, the government wouldn't they find out about you and lock you up and experiment on you and who knows what else? I kind of feel like when it's your time, it's your time. Uh, but I almost spit my coffee out when you said magic burger that could make you immortal. Uh, yeah, I liked that. Yeah, thank you, Bryce. I'm glad you. I'm glad you liked that. I wanted to be a little creative. You know, it could be anything you want. It could be a magic. Uh, glass of water or a magic, you know, Starbucks venti iced vanilla latte or some sort of magic burger or a magic chicken nugget or whatever you want it to be, you know. But I agree in regards to government experimentation. I think eventually that might happen. So uh, thank you, Bryce. Email coming in from Vanessa in Germany. First, I thought there's no way I want to outlive everyone I love. I mean, yeah, you meet new people, you make new friends, you'd be able to have a million romances, cross paths with so many, connect with people forever, but they'd all die and live on in your memories. Uh, No one ever leaves you completely, right? Maybe you'd get tired of that and stop meeting people, stop connecting, uh, and you could never grow old with someone or experience getting old in general, so you'd forever stay curious, but that goes both ways, I guess. So the next minute I'm thinking it would be great to be immortal. So many possibilities and you can live all those different lives. Um, being mortal, most people play it safe, right? Um, because we all know we have to die someday so we won't risk too much. But Some days I'll wake up, I'll think about the lost opportunities. Like every day is another life I could have lived. Um, but being immortal, you can try out all these different things. Jobs, hobbies, etc. You'd stop overthinking everything because you can't do wrong you have time but you'd probably become bored of most things and you'd start being more and more creative you would always experience something new until it gets old again too so it brings it it brings me back to nah i don't want to be immortal just sounds too exhausting life is already exhausting uh, with a few laid-back happy moments in between Um, but what if living right now is a human being is only so hard on us because we know we will die. We put so much pressure on ourselves because we all want to reach that point in life where we're our best selves, right? Uh, We all feel pressured to find out as fast as we can because every year could be our last. We want to leave something behind. We want to make an impression. We want at least one person proud in our, our lifetime, if not ourselves comes with so much self-doubt, stress, fear, because we know we're running out of time. All of that wouldn't matter if you'd be immortal, right? You could just chill. So my curiosity would compel me to eat that freaking burger, and I'd probably regret it for eternity, um, because I'd always wonder and be curious about what comes after death, too. I don't believe in life after death, really, but I'm certainly open to the possibility. I can't explain it, and... No one can answer me that question, so why would I deny it? Completely interesting response from Vanessa in Germany. Kind of on the fence about things, but would eventually uh, go for it anyway. uh, Justicar says, The answer as to whether I'd ingest the contents of a vessel, uh, which carried the gift or curse of immortality, uh, is that I wouldn't, due to the fact that human life is made valuable by the fact that it's brief, Even as commodities go, it's knowing that one has an expiration date that gives purpose to the actions of an individual acting within the material world, and consequently, what encourages an individual to strive toward tremendous amounts of self-improvement and progress. However, I would like to play devil's advocate for a moment and suggest that the other side of this is that if I was compelled to ingest the substance which contained the secret to eternal life, I would probably acclimate to my newly found free time by adopting a Camus-inspired existentialist worldview. And what exactly I would occupy my time with, you ask? I'd spend the rest of my days paying off credit card debt and student loans. (laughs) Thank you for your response there. Lots of great responses so far, and there's, there's so many, that's why I just want to get to as many as can, as can be, um, because there's just so many good ones, honestly. You're listening in to VORW Radio International, the voice of the Report of the Week. Again, next week's broadcast is Open Lines. Talk about anything that you want, um, any, anything you're feeling, really. VORWINFO at gmail.com If you want to get your thoughts... And be on the air, that's the only way to do it. And uh, otherwise a little informal question What kind of music do you listen to? Out of pure curiosity, what, what type of, what type of music do you listen to? V O R W I N F O at gmail.com Keeping the responses going. Alright, the next response that we have comes from Tiffany. She just says To answer the question about a choice to be immortal, I couldn't go on living without my family. Outliving my children is a terrible thought, so I'm okay with dying when it's time. Tiffany. Dylan writes in and says, I've really thought about this, uh, and while it would be a bad time to lose your loved ones, think about the attention you'd get. I don't mean good attention. Governments, researchers, media, everyone will want to observe, test, or question you. Think of the torture you'll have to endure when scientists test the capabilities of immortality. Another note is, after all that, what if the world ends and all of humanity dies in some apocalypse-type scenario? You'd be alone for millennia, unable to die. And what if the universe dies, say, billions of years from now? The universe has its inevitable end. Would you still be alive, just observing nothingness for literal eternity? That would be your death, as there's nothing left to experience. So to answer your hypothetical, no, I would not take it. It would only be nice for a couple hundred years. Thank you, Dylan. And that—that's another thing. I think in regards to the appeal of it, it would yeah, it would only be nice after a couple hundred years. And then I think, for many, it would it would kind of start to wear off. It'd be like, okay, I've been here, I've been here long enough. I think it's time to go. But I—I yeah, th- I think that would be the, the the best. If again, if if it was either that, or I think if there were the option. Uh, that you could kill yourself and you had that out that way then i think more people would take it so so far lots of people not uh, not really a fan of uh, immortality though there are a few people that say uh, they they maybe would consider taking it and this next response from gabby in maryland reads i think that it would be difficult for anyone to say no to immortality when it comes to actually facing death i think most people would become too scared and would choose immortality. Personally, I would want to choose it in order to see everything that we discover. If people were immortal, I think that a lot more effort would be put into making our planet uh, a better place and advancing technology. Uh, Anyway, I'd love to experience space travel and see more of our universe as well as stick around to experience everything we can learn and create. It's from Gabby in Maryland. Thank you very much for your response. This listener says, As far as immortality goes, I personally have mixed feelings about this. While the bad being uh, you would have to go through life and have all your friends and family pass away over time, I can't shake the feeling of always potentially being alone. Sure, you can make new friends all the time, but what happens when your wife, husband, kids pass away and you're still around? If you don't really care about that, then maybe it wouldn't be so bad. The upside for me would be experiencing new technologies, new ways of life, uh, etc. It's still not enough to make me choose immortality, though. Living from 1945, already being in your 20s, up to probably the next 20 or so years, such as uh, 2040 may have been worth it with all of the advancements in technology, ways of life, uh, major bills and laws being signed, uh, making everyone have equal rights on paper and all, Uh, but seeing how the world is right now with the third world and the second world countries being involved in civil wars, religious wars, innocent civilians being caught in the crossfire, I don't feel I'd want to continue living forever with all this continuing and not being able to stop it. This says, P.S. Epstein didn't kill himself. Thank you for your response. This listener writes, I would take immortality. Hopefully, I would get things right eventually. And also, it would be nice uh, to not have a body that wants to kill you at every turn. How about we take a a short break from some of the written responses, and uh, how about we go and uh, check out some of the uh, audio feedback anyway. This first one comes in from Matt. Welcome to the show, Matt.
1: Hi John, this is uh, Matthew Hicks from uh, Greentown, Indiana with uh, my reply about the question of immortality, whether I would take it or not. Um, Personally uh, I would not take immortality simply because you health is not guaranteed so eventually be it 10 years, 100 years, or a thousand years from now million years, whenever you would not function at all you would just exist as a crumpled up sick, broken being, you can't do anything can't talk, can't move, can't see you just exist and all you have is your thoughts and you cannot escape you can't get out you can't die to get away from it. Let's say you did have your health. And it was guaranteed that the moment you took whatever magical cheeseburger or whatever was handed to you to give you immortality. Let's say you had your health and you, you, know, you live until the heat death of the universe. Then it's only you that exists and nothing for eternity. So you would have no no entertainment at all, you'd have nothing to do you would have no reason to exist but you could not get out you would just be there in a void of nothingness where it's only you and nothing else to me that sounds horrible to have no new experiences to have no no reason to exist anymore because you're the only thing left in either of these situations. Be it you have your health, or you are completely a- incapacitated and unable to do the most basic of functions, but you just still exist.
0: Thank you, Matt, for your response there. And I mean, even if... Right, like, like I said, I wanted to keep it open-ended for, uh, for good reason. But even if health is guaranteed... And you'd always be in good health. I think eventually it might be longer away. But I think you would kind of reach that same state. At one point or another, eventually there would be nothing left. And you'd just be endlessly floating there forever. I think eventually you would just be existing. Nothing nothing more to it. It would be misery. Uh, but thank you, Matt. Really appreciate the response. Next we hear from Kirsten in the Philippines.
2: Hello John, this is Christine. I hope you're doing well. To answer your question regarding immortality, well, I know a lot of people are going to refuse the chance to become immortal, but I am one of those few people who would dive in headfirst at the opportunity. I do understand why many people say no, because dealing with grief and loneliness can take a toll on anyone, especially when you're the only one who gets to see all your loved ones slowly disappear. But I want to look at immortality in a positive light. If I were to stop aging right at this very moment, then that would be awesome. I'm only 23, so that means I will look neither too young nor too old forever, and I can easily blend in. I'll never get bored because it's such a big world. There's so many things to do, so many places to visit, and so many people to meet. Yes, when the time comes, I will lose my loved ones and those I have met along the way, but I remain optimistic despite the sadness, because I know that I have cherished every moment I had with them when they were still alive, and whatever life lessons I learned from them will be their legacy. And those life lessons? I will most likely pass them on to other people. Another reason why I like the idea of immortality is because I want to see my family grow. It's going to be so hard seeing them slowly age and die. Whether you live forever or not, grief will always be there. And I think I can cope. As long as my family needs me, and as long as they want me, if they can let me be by their side guiding them and helping them when they need it, then living forever won't probably be that bad. I will still have my purpose in life. The last reason why I like the idea of immortality is because I wanted to witness firsthand what the world will be like in the next century. I confess that I have extremely limited knowledge on technological advancements, environmental issues, and politics, so I cannot give any detailed opinions on those things, but I prefer listening to those who are knowledgeable and passionate about them. I'm curious about how things will turn out in the future, and I want to be there when it happens. How will global warming play out? What will international relations be like in the next century? And how much more advanced is artificial intelligence going to be? I want to know, and I want to see it. That's all I can share. Thank you so much, John, and more power to VORW.
0: And thank you very much, Kirsten, for your response. Uh, An interesting outlook uh, in regards to immortality. Uh, Definitely looking at more of the positive aspects uh, than, you know, how I was in regards to the uh, very, you know, long, long long-term possible implications, because it's not even a guarantee. So thank you for your response. Going over to Tyler in Kentucky listening via YouTube with a few thoughts on Unending Life.
3: A review uh Deciding to answer the immortality question, because it's really interesting. I think that I would refuse to take the pill, or potion, or whatever. uh, Because it could suck terribly. Say you fall into a volcano or something. You literally can't die. The volcano will eventually, you know, cool down and harden. And then you're just stuck in the earth's crust for god knows how long at least you're stuck in there until there is no more earth and then you're kind of just floating around in space and that would be terrible on the other hand I can see why you would want to take it because I think it kind of works out for a god complex because if you can't die you can do some great things you can set plans in motion that you'll be able to see out and I'm talking long-term plans like getting to you know Mars, starting an intergalactic empire, whatever. You have the uh, you have the means to actually start that plan and see it through and start working on it and never stop. So with the right mindset, you can get things done. But I feel like even then, it'd still be boring. Eventually, you would run out of things to do. Even if there's still stuff to do, it's just not fun anymore, you know? You wanna, you don't want to go forever. You don't want to read a book forever. It's nice for there to be an end eventually.
0: And thank you. That was from Tyler in Kentucky. And let's go over to at least one more of our audio response before we get to a couple more of our written pieces of feedback. How about we go over to Carl in Gainesville, Florida?
4: Hey, Review bra. My name's Carl, I'm um, recording from Gainesville, Florida Sending to you in regards to your question on your last podcast About immortality So, I've been thinking about this a lot And this response is gonna blow your socks off So you, you better get ready, better buckle in for the wild ride So, at first, I thought to myself Oh yeah, you know it would be it would be super awesome to live forever. But then when you really think about it and you sit down and you try and think about what you'll even be living in, you don't you don't really know. And I mean, you know, go back just fifty years ago and how different the world used to be. And now, you know, it's it's night and day and even 100, 200, 300 years ago. So, you don't know, you don't know how the world is going to progress. Not to mention if you live forever, you outlive all of your your loved ones, your husbands, your wives, your daughters, sons, mothers, brothers, and then you uh, eventually you have no one and then you're stuck living in a world that You don't even want to live in anymore because, like I said, you don't even know if it's... You don't even know how it's going to be like, you know, 150 years from now, we could all be living in cryotubes, you know, feeding or creating, you know, humans in pods like the Matrix or something. So, to me, I would say that it's pretty risky to take something that would make you immortal because... You would have realistically you have no idea what you'll be getting into from years to come, and I just wouldn't be want to be around for for the for the future changes,
0: Carl in Gainesville, Florida, interesting to look at it also kind of how I was looking at it, even in regards to humanity, you don't even know what's going to happen a hundred years from now, right you just don't know. So, interesting viewpoint there. Thank you, Carl. Before we get back into uh, some of the written uh, correspondence, uh, I did want to give a brief update just in regards to things with the show. Uh, I figured, why not? I'm going to make a whole video on this uh, this weekend. Um, but for everyone who's made it through this far anyway, it's, it's up to you. But I am going to be doing a special Christmas show uh, on Christmas Day. Last year, I was able to do a special Christmas broadcast, and a lot of people wanted to know if I was going to do one again. I am. Uh, it's going to be going out, of course, on Wednesday, December 25th, Christmas Day, and it's going to be broadcast on the International Shortwave uh, through radio station WWCR, one of my favorite stations, and it'll also be broadcast on TuneIn. And uh, the show is just going to be It's going to be a fun broadcast. It's going to be more laid back. It's going to be an hour long. I'm just going to try and have a little bit of discussion. I'm going to play maybe some Christmas music, maybe a couple other songs too. And they're just a fun show overall for Christmas Day. So I hope you could join in. I hope you could tune in. Uh, I'm going to be making a video outlining all the frequencies and ways you can listen in, uh, again, this weekend. So you'll know exactly how you can tune in. But I'm going to be on four frequencies... And uh it's just gonna be a lot of fun. Uh the first broadcast is gonna be at ten AM Eastern, on seventy-four ninety kilohertz to North America, and it's also gonna be on thirteen eight four five kilohertz to Europe, the Middle East, and North Africa. Then later in the day at five PM Eastern, I'm gonna be on ninety-three fifty kilohertz uh to North America and Africa. And then in the evening at eight PM Eastern I'm going to be on 48, 40 kilohertz. Again, to North America, South America, Europe, and the Middle East. So, uh, four broadcasts, uh, really, really, really good coverage, guaranteed. Uh, you know, you you could pick up this station uh, on anything. Honestly, I was even scanning around with no antenna, and I picked it up. So, if you have a radio, just tune in. It's going to be a fun Christmas show. And uh, again, you could listen to all four of these shows on tune in but it's going to be truly an international broadcast. It's going to be a lot of fun to do, and I hope you'll be able to join in. But just mark that down, a special show going out on the 25th. If you have any questions in regards to that, want to be able to tune in, uh, you know, want more details, v-o-r-w-i-n-f-o at gmail.com. All right, to some more written correspondence, Claire checks in. In regards to your question about immortality, Personally, I would never want to live forever. Uh, You would have to watch everyone you love and care about die every 80 to 100 years, and considering the climate change issue, you may have to watch the world go up in flames around you. At that point, I think living forever would just be incredibly torturous, especially if you've lived for so long that the world doesn't even exist anymore, and it's just you alone with your thoughts, possibly the last sentient and conscious being, and there's no way out. Sounds terrifying, doesn't it? Absolutely, Claire. That's that's why I wouldn't do it either. It's way too many drawbacks, in my opinion anyway. I mean, you don't know how it would really turn out, but that's how I see it. Jeff says, Given the choice, I would definitely choose not to take immortality, mostly due to the typical reasons, such as the pain of constantly watching uh, your loved one's past, having to start a new life every hundred years, or being worried about your secret being discovered by the government— Um, but also because I believe that law of probability, if you were to live forever, you would eventually end up in a situation where you want to die but can't, such as being buried alive or tortured. That sounds like hell, absolutely. Reminds me of, of what the one listener said a little while ago. If you fell into a volcano and you couldn't get out, you would be stuck in there for God knows how long. Uh, You know, if it just fell dormant eventually, it would just be such a mess. So, I guess the best thing to do if you're immortal is to avoid volcanoes, number one. (laughs) Thank you for writing in, though. Isaac says, "You you take it... He says, in regards to immortality, you take it because you have it. Ultimately, you have no choice because whether you are aware of the immortality or not, you will take it because fate put you... In the path of the inevitable, henceforth the question is irrational. I I disagree. Obviously, you're looking at it in regards to the fate versus free will um, debate, but let's assume that you do have the free will to decide whether you want to or don't want to, Uh, but I understand where you're coming from, so thank you for your response, Isaac. Then that would be a vote for immortality. Whether you like it or not, you're getting it. Guy checks in, says... Given the chance, I'd take the opportunity for infinite life or immortality. The first and probably the most personal reason as to why I'd make this choice is in an effort to learn everything that could possibly be learned about, well, everything. Imagine you would see the birth and death of new cultures, species, concepts, and experiences. You'd be able to note shifts in time, space, uh, line, point, and any other dimension you might find interesting. For me, there would be almost no better gift, infinite knowledge, or at least a chance for something akin to infinite knowledge. In addition to the above, I'd also take the chance for immortality to be able to utilize the kind of in-depth knowledge uh, of the past and past events, uh, which only an immortal could experience to help humanity or whatever dominant species of the time or place may be. Would I regret the choice? Possibly. I can't imagine. I can imagine that seeing loved ones die whilst you continue on with your infinite life would be heartbreaking. But I also think if you were actually immortal and had lived more than a few human life cycles, you'd probably become pretty used to something as trivial as death of an individual animal from a larger group of species. In summary, yes, I'd take the chance. From Guy... And also, thank you for sharing uh, a bunch of interesting uh, interesting topic suggestions as well. A lot of them are good, and I'm probably going to bring up a few of them in the next show. So thank you, guy. Really good email. Nico says, big fan of the show. Question about immortality pill is a lot to think about. And even though I'm scared of dying, I don't think I could take the immortality pill. You know, imagine, uh, imagine having to watch everyone you love get old and die and You'd never do the same, it sounds like torture to me. You'd still be alive when the sun explodes millions of years from now. And presumably you could still feel everything even when uh, you're, <laughs> you're floating in space, not being able to breathe forever and ever. <laughs> Pretty terrifying. Now, if there's a pill or a burger uh, to live for 300 to 500 years, I might take it, because I'm curious about the future, what it would be like and still know that at least I'd eventually die at one point. Uh, yeah, like, like we've been saying, I just think it'd be a really good compromise if you could take it and you could live for a couple hundred years, uh, you know, see the near future, and uh, then maybe by then, it'll just be your time to go. And, you know, you'll be like, well, I've seen enough, I've learned enough, but at least, you know, I'm not trapped in this godforsaken place forever. Uh, that there's finally going to be that release, there's going to be that peace, that I can go back where I belong. So I think, yeah, that would be much better than uh, just being stuck forever. But that's why I like the immortality question, um, because it's a tough one, you know, because it's like they all have benefits and drawbacks, but it's a very serious decision. Next, we hear from Caesar in Mexico. says, I finally decided to write you because you've touched on one of my favorite subjects, immortality. I'm a firm believer, and I'll assume that you're not, on the pro-immortality posture, and yes, you're correct on that. Continuing, though, I think immortality is the final ingredient in the understanding recipe. I feel we, humans, are so imperfect and lame that anything isn't worth it except for love. It can sound pessimistic, but I like to see it as realistic. I'm not an angry, embittered person. It's just that I think our time limits restrict us the access to the truth of the life and universe knowledge. I believe the only way we can achieve perfection and understanding on concepts like time, justice, good or bad, is through reason and experience, but the second one is too limited for such enormous issues. I would do almost anything to get that last piece, not for egocentric reasons, uh, which I think would make the immortal being perish and suffer for eternity, but for humanistic ones. And in regards to the cons, such as loneliness and watching your loved ones die over and over, I think the immortal condition would give you no option but for getting up. And if anything, I don't see the death of my loved ones like a curse. In fact, I look at it as an opportunity to love infinitely, and that, I believe, would be the cure to any sense of loneliness. I have so much left to say on my thoughts on immortality, but that's the essential message. I hope I made someone change his or her mind on the matter, because I think it's essential that most of us are on the same page of the topic. Now, thank you, Caesar. Really, really interesting viewpoint there. A certainly unique one, and it was a pleasure to read it. So thank you so much. VORW Radio International. I think we have time enough for two more uh, written pieces of feedback, and then one more piece of recorded feedback, and then we'll wrap up the show. So uh, let's see what else we've got. Actually, I could could fit a third one in. Uh, Juan, an Uruguay, regular listener, been a long-time listener, says, uh, to answer your question about immortality, I think I would not like to be immortal at all, I think it would be very depressing and boring. For instance, I would see all my friends and family members die since I'm never going to. Uh, But on the other hand, it would be very interesting to see how the world develops in the following centuries, Uh, technology, transportation, medicine, etc. That was from Juan in Uruguay. Thank you for your feedback. Tony in Oregon says, just wanted to give quick response to your question about immortality. I'm close to the deadline, uh, but I'm going to keep it brief. Here it goes. Uh, Would I choose to be immortal if given the opportunity? Absolutely, positively, 100%, no way. Especially considering no escape clause of any sort. Uh, Even if the term said I could choose to die at any point, uh, and it it included, I wouldn't feel uh, pain or age. Uh, No way. Maybe I've watched too many Twilight Zone episodes on this subject. But one of the things that makes life so precious and exciting is knowing that it's so brief and can be taken away at any moment. Not to mention watching everyone you love die around you for the rest of eternity. It's almost unbearable dealing with it for a few decades, let alone forever. I also have a feeling that right now, we are living in a type of golden day... I have a feeling things will get very, very bad, be it nuclear war, famine, water shortage, plague, global warming, you name it. And if the human race goes on for thousands more years, they will surely face serious consequences unlike anything we've ever experienced. And I would, it would be awful to know that I personally helped contribute to it if that happens. That's from Tony in Oregon. Thank you very much for your feedback. Uh, in a similar... Uh, in a similar light to what I was saying, you know how going forward, I mean you don't know what's going to happen in you know a hundred years we could be in a a massive nuclear war, it could be a post apocalyptic wasteland. I mean, we just don't know you can't you can't predict this stuff. A uh, final piece that I could fit in from Christopher says, I very much enjoy the show in regards to your question from a few days ago. I personally would never want that immortality. Ironically, never in a million years would I ask for that. Now, the idea intrigues me, definitely. However, I believe being granted immortality would take away my humanity. I think of life on Earth as something that should have an ending. I believe that the body uh, your spirit is born in must die eventually, completing your physical life. And when the body dies, your spirit is truly the immortal part of your being. And it goes, well, wherever you believe it goes. I'm a firm believer in God and Jesus Christ. And in my view, humans are created in the image and likeness of God. The way that I think of physical life here on earth is that we are equivalent to a fetus that has not left the womb yet. And when our bodies die, our spirit must go somewhere... And in going to that place, wherever it may be, it is like we are to be reborn. So I don't fear death, because death is my earthly finish line. And my life here was my journey that defined myself. So upon crossing that finish line is an existence beyond what my mind can produce. But I believe the end of human life is the beginning of an everlasting, undying life in the spiritual form where I'm with God because of my own free will to be with Him. Thank you for listening, and thank you, Christopher, for writing in. A very interesting spiritual-religious take on that question. Pleasure to get your response, and with that, let's see if we can get a recorded response in. Raymond has a few thoughts on immortality.
5: Hi, yes, hi, uh, yes. This is Raymond Burgos, and about the topic of immortality. I think I wouldn't take the serum for immortality. Uh, I'll actually like to be just as as I am, uh, um, you know, um, normal. Um, once a, a baby, now a, a you know, the a, a process of, of growing up and dying, I think that's something beautiful, in in, in real life, you know. And I, um, yes. So that's for me my 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 view of the immortality uh, serum. I wouldn't be uh, would like that. It, I I I'd rather um, be um, normal as. As I can, Um, yeah. Thank you very much. All right, bye.
0: Thank you very much, Raymond, for your feedback there. Yeah, I think we got enough time to go to a couple others. How about we check this response out?
6: Thanks for having me on the show, review bro. I'm a longtime listener and fan of your food reviews, and I've never actually emailed or called in, so you know I thought I'd change that. You have the question: Supposed through some magical force, you are given the choice to drink a magical drink. You only have to ingest it one time to become immortal, but there is no way out. Do you take this immortality or refuse it until you naturally pass through those gates? You know, for the purpose of tonight, I'm going to call this drink a sprunk, only because I find humor in that. My answer to the question is, I would not drink the sprunk. For many reasons, however, I'll only get into a few. The first reason being, humans aren't designed to live that long. That's not backed by science, but that's truly my opinion. And to be more specific, I don't think it is inhumans to even be able to mentally handle the stress that living forever would even put on someone. Another reason is what would you even do in eternity? I feel that after a while I would get so bored and fed up with existing that I would just want it all to stop. Especially when all the stars and the planets are gone and it's just complete and total darkness. My final reason that I want to get into tonight is the fact that life is very difficult as it is. And I believe it would only get harder the longer you stayed and I think eventually it would drive you mad. And now to segue into a question I have for you and the viewers. Last week I was sitting at a bar with my woman and I was watching the basketball game and the ad came up and it showed the inside of a professional player's mansion. And it was mainly highlighting all the expensive things in his house, showing the viewer that all these expensive luxuries is all you need to be happy and it'll make you successful. My question is, what do you think makes someone truly happy? Is it how much money you have in the bank and the car you drive? Or do you think modern society has it all wrong? And that having all these things... ...that you don't really need is just a false happiness. You know, I'd really love to hear your thoughts and opinions on this. Thanks for having me on the show. And I hope everybody listening has a phenomenal rest of the day.
0: Well, thank you. It was a pleasure to take your comments. And uh, in regards to your question, here, here's the thing, right? Money and possessions, in and of themselves exclusively, do not equal happiness... But the truth of it is that can you use that money to get things that can lead to happiness? Absolutely. But I mean, I see, I think that there are different levels of happiness in life. I think sometimes it's the lie. You know, because in the end they want you to buy stuff, they want you to get stuff. Sometimes you need it, sometimes you want it, that's fine. But I think they try to convince you that you're going to be a miserable, uh, worthless, you know, insert, expletive, if you don't get this, that, and the other thing. And that's simply not true. Right? But they try to give you the mindset that this is how you need to live your life. They try to make you, you have to do this, you have to do that, or else you're not really happy. See, I don't, I don't think that's the case. I think that really happiness in life comes down to being able to have a certain peace I think with yourself with where you are in life where you are in the world a certain level of content with your surroundings maybe you're with someone who you want to be with or you're in a position that you you are with you're doing what you want to do in life you have freedom I think all those factors contribute to a lasting happiness. Uh, Whereas material possessions, I think, can kind of lead to a short-term boost. But I think if that true happiness isn't there, it's only going to do so much, right? Because it's not really getting to things in the long run. So I think it's a combination of things. But I think happiness is really like I was saying, this this certain type of internal peace is the best way to describe it rather than just owning a bunch of, of objects and having a big mansion because I think you can have that type of peace and you could be absolutely destitute. I think it is good to have some money, some resources so you don't die. Obviously, you know, but one circumstance is how it is. There's only so much you can do. But you don't need to be like a lottery winner to be happy, in my opinion. Those are my those are my two cents, though. So thank you very much for your feedback there, and uh, I think we can get one more response in.
7: Hey, John, man, it's been a good while, brother. I uh, I just just recently had to uh, had to stop your podcast here, man. I uh, had to address your whole immortality question, man. I feel like. I feel as though I feel I feel as though everything is supposed to be the way it is and everything has been the way it is for a reason and I feel like um I mean if I was immortal, if I were to be immortal then I mean that'd be that'd sure suck if I mean, you know, you fell under a rock or got like <laughs> stuck under a rock, right? Your whole body's like crushed, and you can't do anything. I don't want to get all graphic here, but I mean like <laughs> you just live there and like just wait for someone to come around and you're just, you know, it's kind of like the story of like, I forgot which Greek whatever, where he's just chained to whatever, and he just keeps on getting like eaten by crows and stuff or picked at. Um, it's kind of like that story, but uh, yeah, no, I, w- I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to be immortal. In that case, I guess, like, I mean, like, if we're talking about, like, invincibility type stuff or something like that, like, if, you know, my body was like Superman and, you know, I could, you know, but, no, if I could just live forever, I wouldn't, I could never die. I think that would be a painful existence either way. And, um, I think, like I just said, life, life is the way it is for a reason and, uh, I think uh I'd rather just not live without all my loved ones for the rest of my life and like <laughs> keep on having to replace them like that vampire movie or whatever, or just like the vampire concept, excuse me, referring to all these movies I don't know why la like, jeez, but um I appreciate you listening brother i uh hope you uh I hope you take take that into consideration I'm sure you have i uh i I've pondered the immortality thing a lot. Excuse me, I'm going I'm to stop this thing because my dad don't know what he's doing, but, uh, yeah, I appreciate you listening, brother.
0: <laughs> and thank you for your response. Yeah, I, I know I know you used to be a regular listener, so it's great to have you on board once again. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I agree, though. It's, like, same thing when it comes down to that analogy that we heard earlier in the show about the volcano, though. I mean, it's true, though. What if something happens, you're just stuck there for for so, so long, you know, it's, like I said, there's lots and lots of drawbacks to it. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone listening in, this is VORW International, the voice of the Report of the Week, and today's show is just some discussion on immortality. Uh, Largely a no, but a few people did say yes, so it's interesting to see a few uh, thoughts and viewpoints from both sides, of course, I'm a very firm no to it. Uh, But it's really interesting to see uh, just, you know, some of the yes responses or just some of the points that are brought up that would never have never have occurred to me at all. So I hope you can tune in again next week. Uh, We're just going to have a random free forum show uh, where it's going to just be some uh, miscellaneous discussion, you know, random talk, random discussion. Feedback is always welcome, V-O-R-W-I-N-F-O at gmail.com. And uh, just remember the little side question in regards to music. What type of music do you listen to? V-O-R-W-I-N-F-O at gmail.com. Next Wednesday is Christmas Day, and uh, yes, there will be the special Christmas show of V o r w. I remember going out on WWCR... Uh, 74.90 kHz and 13.845 kHz at 10 a.m. Eastern, at 5 p.m. Eastern, 93.50 kHz, and at 8 p.m. Eastern, 48.40 kHz. Just a really good Christmas show uh, by a good station for an international audience, and uh, truly, WWCR—they get a global signal out. They're one of the best I've I've used. And uh, you will pick them up. So I hope you can join me then. And until then, have a wonderful week. And if you celebrate, have a very Merry Christmas and a pleasant holiday season nonetheless. I hope you have a wonderful, splendid holiday. And I hope it's just not too hectic, not too crazy. And like I said with Thanksgiving, don't forget the real intended meaning and just, just be the best person you can be. I know, and I know, with everything that's going on now, things can be really divisive. They can be really crazy. They can be really polarizing. But what I sincerely hope for, especially in these these times, uh, like Christmas, that are supposed to be uh, of goodwill, that are supposed to be really pleasant holidays, uh, and are supposed to harbor and, and foster good feelings. I know they can be stressful, and I know that's kind of unavoidable, but, you know, just be the be the best you can be. Treat others with kindness, with respect, with dignity. I know we, we can't always see eye to eye on everything, but especially in this time of year, let's all come together. We still can. We can still unite now before it's too late. Thank you. Take care. I'll see you next week. This is VORW.